0: Welcome to Matt Reed's Wikipedia. It's a lot like some of those other educational shows you see on YouTube or on other podcasts, but uh, in this one, we only use one source, the great Wikipedia. Wikipedia, if you don't know, is crowdsourced, and so its information has long been held in poor regard, but studies have shown that it is, in fact, extremely reliable. And so I thought I would highlight some of my deep dives into the site with some of the more humorous things that I find on there. So hopefully this will be educational to you. If not, hopefully it'll be entertaining to you. If not, hopefully you'll subscribe and ring the bell and leave a comment, and then you don't have to listen anymore. So today, uh, I've uh, gone to an article called Outschorn, that's O-U-D-T-S-H-O-O-R-N, Outschorn, and it is the ostrich capital of the world. And uh, who wouldn't want to be the ostrich capital of the world? I know I want to be ostrich capital of the world. Uh, it is a town in the Western Cape province of South Africa, located between the Swartberg Mountains to the north and the Oteniqua Mountains to the south. There have been two ostrich feather booms during 1865 to 1870 and 1900 to 1914. Those established settlement with about 60,000 inhabitants. It is the largest town in the Little Karoo region little crew part of the area around southwestern inland South Africa. It is home to the world's largest ostrich population with a number of specialized ostrich breeding farms, famously the Safari Show Farm and the Highgate Ostrich Show Farm. So, of course, that got me kind of hooked. Well, kind of hooked. Hooked enough to make a podcast. Come on, that's really hooked. So i Going to skip all of the stuff about founding the town because some guy, long time ago, found a place, said, This is a place now. And it is a place. Long story short. Anyways, Outhurns, now I'm singing wrong, I have to remember, ha ha, Outhurns, ostrich industry, dates back to 1864. The main reason for the surge in Ausharn's prosperity was the ostrich, whose feathers had become fashionable accessories among European nobility. That makes me wonder... Well, I guess, you know, it's not the strangest thing. You can think back towards... If you've ever seen that painting where the lady's hair is made in the shape of a ship, I know that that wasn't a real thing that happened, but it was evocative of, you know, fashions at the time. So, you know, I can see how you can move on from that and eventually get to, hey, why don't we wear these giant feathers? If I remember correctly, even in America, Marcus Garvey... The African American leader would wear ostrich feathers, but if that's wrong, then it sounds really terrible. So let's hope that that's true. Anyways, um, so the feather exports saw a sharp increase from the Cape Colony during the mid 1860s, which is generally accepted as the launch of the industry in South Africa. By 1870, feather auctions are being held in Mossel Bay. I want to go to a feather auction. (laughs) Hopefully there'll be other kinds of feathers But, uh, you know, just a strict ostrich feather auction Sounds, you know, exciting at first Because you're at a feather auction I mean, it's everybody's dream to be at a feather auction So, you know, once you get to the 24th exact same ostrich feather You know, you know, mix it up a bit Put in, you know, bald eagle, robin You know, whatever you got laying around Anywho, in 1875, seventy are up to 1,800 people, and so populations are, I think, because they got all these ostriches around. Ostrich prices were getting ridiculously high. It says 1,000 pounds a pair. That's 1880s pounds, and so whatever the calculation on that, I'm sure it's ridiculous. Anywho, the value of ostrich feathers per pound equaled Almost that of diamonds. Okay, that shows a good of comparison. <laughs> Just the feathers or the diamonds, let alone the whole ostrich. The farmers of the region, realizing that ostriches were far more profitable than any other activity, ripped out their other crops and planted lucerne, which was used as feed for the ostriches. Now, I've never heard of lucerne. Oh, it's alfalfa. Who calls it lucerne? Maybe other parts of the world. Leave a comment if you call it Lucerne, says me in my best YouTube voice. Anywho, by 1877, feather auctions were also being held in Autschern itself. The rising wealth also finally allowed for the completion of the Dutch Reformed Church, which was opened on June seventh, 1879. Such was the worth of the white ostrich feather that it was dubbed... White gold. Okay, so they're using the white feathers. Knowing that ostriches aren't generally considered white, I had thought it would be the most showy feathers, but okay, people want the white feathers. I can see that. Owing to overproduction, the ostrich industry experienced a sudden slump in fortunes in 1885. The town's misery was compounded when it was hit by severe flooding during the same year which washed away the nearby Victoria Bridge, which had been built over the Oliphant's River only the year before. Citation needed. So this is going to happen when you read a Wikipedia. Anything that says citation needed on it, I will let you know, and you can take it with whatever size grain of salt you deem necessary. I, for one, am quite a salty person. The boom had attracted a large Jewish immigration population of about a hundred families, most of them Lithuanians. You know, because when you have a large ostrich farm area, Lithuanian Jews naturally will be the next uh, step. Uh, they were fleeing the czars' programs, of course. As a result, Outsharn—I will never pronounce that correctly all the time, so I'm hoping to do my best, came to be known as the Jerusalem of Africa, because Jews went there for safety but then isn't anywhere that Jews fled to from Eastern Europe, the Jerusalem of... Anyways, the first South African Hebrew school was established in Autschern in 1904. In 1891, Autschern population had grown to 4386. The ostrich industry recovered slowly after the Boer War. The Second Boer War. Second Anglo-Boer War, technically. But I don't know if that's what it's commonly called. I always think of them as called just Boer Wars. Anyways, of 1899 to 1902, Boer Forces under Commandant Gideon Sheepers. General Sheepers is, or Commandant Sheepers is, really... The guy you want leading into battle. For sheepers! Anyways, uh, the war forces were sighted near Outschern on August 25th, 1901, but moved on because the town was well defended. Well, that's a (laughs) non-story. Thanks, Wikipedia, for telling me that something bad almost happened. A second and bigger boom started after the war. It was during this period that feather barons, ostrich farmers who had become rich, built most of Altshorn's famously opulent Feather Palace. Their houses, most of them on the west bank of the Robelars River. And all of these Afrikaans words have a little fun twang to them. The town grew even more, and in 1904, it claimed 8849 residents in the census. 8,849. This boom peaked during 1913, during which year, the highest quality feathers cost more than $32 a pound in today's prices. Okay, this is 2012 prices, but gosh, I'm not going to, even if you are one of those people who is crying inflation these days, yes, I know it is happening, but it's not going to be all that different. <laughs> Ostrich feathers were outranked only by gold, diamonds, and wool among South African exports before World War I. The market collapsed in 1914, according to the Chicago Tribune, as a result of World War I, overproduction, and the popularity of open-topped cars, which made Ostrich Feather hats impractical. practical. I'm thinking some of those may be more important than others. World War One stops the shipping we're going, production, you know, an economic force. The popularity of open-top cars, it seems to me you could work around that. You know, just keep your ostrich feathers in, you know, the trunk in the back, and whenever you get somewhere, just pluck them in. It's, you know, a choice. Anywho, 80% of the ostrich farmers were bankrupted, and the ostriches were set loose or slaughtered for Biltong AKA South African jerky. Domesticated ostrich numbered three hundred and fourteen thousand at the end of World War One, but that had plummeted to thirty two thousand by nineteen thirty. The Jewish population of Outhurn Fell <laughs> from 1073 in 1918 to 555 in 1936. And only continued to dwindle. So, after that, you know, things kind of go down for a while. There's a bird flu. It makes people panic a bit. But uh, even though it has downfallen a little bit, still ostrich capital of the world for whatever Ostrich needs to have plenty of ostrich touring in the area still today, along with all sorts of wines, festivals, whatever. Sounds like a lovely place to visit. As is, I imagine most of South Africa. As much as I have tried to travel in my years, alas, I have not made it to such lofty heights or perhaps souths. Anyways, that is the first of this podcast series. Hopefully, it did not suck. If it did, please let me know how much I suck by, again, leaving a positive comment and giving it five stars and subscribing and listening to more sucky podcasts as I go along. Hopefully, by suck, you really mean sucks really well like a great vacuum and so that it really, really sucks. Really nice. Anyways, uh, hopefully you've had a lovely day, a lovely time on our podcast, and we'll continue to have a lovely day going forward. I bid you all adieu.